There are two ways this can go down, and both of them, you die. Gamers don't die, they respawn. Hello, and welcome to episode 240 of Under the Call of MS. Today, we're just going to talk video games and stuff you can buy in the future. Comic book-wise, pretty much. Yeah, I had some events recently, so we got to see some more new game previews. Got to get caught up on some of the things that are out there. Uh, some of the oddball ones I caught separately were Stray. This is a beautiful looking game where you play a play as a cat. <laughs> the graphics are awesome. Uh, you get a backpack eventually on your cat body uh, It has things like a little drone type looking fake item. It's got different types of tools you can use, weapons, uh, all the stuff that the cat can do from the power of the pack instead of the cat actually standing up and using his hands and doing weird things. This is actually real life cat movements with a little pack that straps to him that does all the activities for him uh, for him or her I'm not sure if it's male or female cat I'm assuming you can pick which one you want to be uh, you get to interact with humans uh, rubbing up against them and stuff rubbing up against stuff marking things all that you know just just like cats do and how they act and how they take form to different uh, functions that they do in their environment. But you get to interact with your humans, your environments, other critters. Uh, the cat has to deal with enemies in the outside world. It looks like there's like some type of skinless rats that attack it. And it gets like this laser type light thing that shoots out of its pack and uh, wipes out the little mice rat looking things. But I give this one a 5 out of 5. I want to play this game so bad. I mean, I was a dog person. Now I'm just totally into all this cat shit. And it's just cats are so much more unique. <laughs> Interesting compared to dogs. And there are a lot of asshole cats. That's why I hated cats over the years. And plus I was allergic to cats that spray. Uh, it closed up my eyes. and So I went to the friend... Uh, Texas to visit, help out his mom and do some things for a week. And first night I woke up and my eyes were just crusted shut. I had to peel them open. And she had, I don't know, I think it was like half a dozen cats running around her house, a few dogs, and then a whole garage full of birds. And she had so many different types of parakeets, parrots, all these different exotic birds and stuff that taking care of over the years. She's not, she's a, it's like a hoarding, hoarding house of animals, but she takes care of those animals and spoils the shit out of them. They're in a very good, but they were in a very good environment. That was many years ago. I'm sure they're all gone. Except for some of the birds, some of those damn things live forever. <laughs> they outlive us. It's like getting the turtle. Birds and turtles are things you got to watch out for because more than likely they're going to outlive you. 
and then someone else has to take care of them and you don't know what environment they're going to go to. But yeah, uh, that's great. Just play as a cat. Then we had the, the Ascent. This one was like a far off future world. You do chores, odd jobs, wasting enemies. Uh, twin stick shooter with RPG thrown into it. Variety of weapons and armor that work different. Different with the gameplay. Uh, spend skill points on upgrades. Lots of goofy sci-fi stuff going on with plenty of enemies. Looks like it can be, can be annoying at times. If you don't have the right weapons at the right times, then you got to go back and get certain things. and That can be annoying, which drives me crazy. So I give it three out of five, mostly because of that aspect. But all these games I got to play before I know can give them a true review. But these are just from initial visuals that I'm giving you my my ratings for them as much as and how bad I want to play them. There's Pokemon Unite. It's a MOBA style game. Lots of currency type of thing, different types of currency and stuff, plus the loot box style economy, which can piss a lot of people off and uh, can get irritating. Uh, multi multiplayer online battle, basically MOBA multiplayer online battle arena style game. Two teams, up to five players, store energy and gain points, getting to to different goal areas. You battle to gain, plus gain and things and goals, currency and goals. Goals will fill and disappear throughout the uh, tournaments. Coins, gems, and tickets and two other types of currency are what they're using in here. You can use the different currencies, different types to buy different types of buy basically lots of crap and Pokemons and stuff like that. But I give it a three out of five. I do want to check it out. I just that loot box, loot crate style and all that different currency can get really annoying. Then you get the people that go crazy and there's like God arena compared to you. And it's just, just throws it all the whack usually, but we'll see. Have Valve's Steam Deck, which is a new handheld uh, console coming out. It's pretty blocky looking and huge. It's bigger than all the other handheld devices that are currently out right now. The graphics are awesome. Uh, it seems easy to hold. It's got a little curved grip under the body with a couple flap uh, flippers, um, button type things. But they say it's surprisingly light for its size. It looks to play relatively easily, easy on it. Uh, battery life, with some people that tried it, said with heavy activity, you maybe get four to six hours out of it. Um, looks faster. Looks like it loads faster than Switch does. Um, looks like some gameplay could get annoying. 
but I'm interested in it. They got a lot of great games available for the old Steam Deck. I was wanting to get a Nintendo Switch, but now I'm debating on going this route, but I'm going to have to see a list of games both, both for both consoles and handheld consoles. And I'll decide from there, but more than likely I won't get either one for the longest time anyways, and something new will come out. I'm more focused right now on getting my getting the damn Apple phone so I can, smartphone so I can get my Oculus. Get into some VR gaming first that I'd rather do, but we'll see. All depends which one has the best price in the long run and which thing I'm going to get at that time. Then they had Xbox Games Con, which gave us a look at some more games again that are coming out or are out right now. Uh, Dying Light 2 Stay Human. Basically parkour, zombie combat, fight others, other, other factions, groups, of humans and stuff and uh and zombies grapples they have grapple swing now it looks like you can shoot a grapple out and swing yourself all over the place uh you gotta pick you can pick a side so you can change your storyline and stuff looks like a lot less zombies though and more jackass humans which that'll bore me i enjoy taking out the zombies and all the different... I like to see the smart zombies as zombies mature over the years and stuff like that, and the bigger, differently deformed zombies and stuff. Yeah, this one looks like it's focusing more on the human clans that can't get along. Everybody's got their own ideas and wants, and everybody wants to have everything, so kill everybody else, of course. (laughs) Tons more park art parkour moves in this one sky to ground tools like a paraglider which is awesome having those type of things coming into it i give this a five out of five dying light the first dying light game was one of my favorite zombie movies the parkour aspects flowed so slow so nicely and smooth it's just yeah i'm really looking forward to dying light too Uh, then we got flight simulator they're, I know we've been talking about it, it's been out forever, but they just keep adding more places and environments to it with some different packs that are coming out this fall, along with the top, some Top Gun planes. I don't know if they're going to do some Top Gun environment thing that you can go into, be like part of the movie or something like that. Um, I think those are going to come out around when the movie, the new Top Gun movie comes out that they've been talking about. Uh, they got air racing coming into the game now where you can race planes at speeds of 500 plus miles an hour, which is awesome. But yeah, I give that one still a 5 out of 5. It looks beautiful and I want to play it so bad. And yeah, it looks like it would be boring just flying around, but the environments are realistic captured and stuff so you fly over your own towns and stuff I just I love that but 
and they're keeping giving us all these extra things so you get that little rush from it too and so just normal pouring stuff <laughs> but yeah that still gets a five out of five uh game pass games that are coming day one right to game pass which i'm going to be signing up for this in the Next couple of weeks, I think, because there is just so much great stuff on there right now and a lot of awesome stuff coming. i just been really bored with my games in my system. I can't find one that's just pulling me in right now at the moment. I keep changing from game to game and just playing a couple levels, get bored, and go to the next one because I've played them so many times. But day one games coming to Game Pass. Some of them they announced are Archvale. Next Space Rebels, Midnight Flight, or Midnight Fight Express, Dodgeball Academia, Bushiden, Flynn, Son of Crimson, Unpacking, Signalis, Unsighted, uh, Chinatown Detective Agency, and they just got a ton of great stuff coming. Then another game we've seen was Into the Pit. They didn't really show much of it. Looks like a first-person VR feel to it. Hands have special powers for weapons, shooting out, like, spells and stuff like that. Uh, I give it a 3 out of 5 because I don't know what's up with it. Looks like it could be interesting, but they got to give us more info on it. Uh, this holiday, this Christmas season time, uh, they're going to bring out Cloud Gaming on all platforms so on your xbox one you can play games just like the new system that are coming out on the new system uh the new gen games on old gen consoles which will be awesome i don't know if graphic wise we'll get the equality or what the load times are going to be like if we're still going to have to download all this shit or if you can just pick a game and it's already downloaded on the cloud so you can play it and check it out without downloading it into your cloud. I'm not sure how it's going to work, but it just sounds awesome how we're going to get to play next-gen games on our old-gen system, so I don't have to replace my Xbox One yet. Damn it, I got a lot of great games on it. Why the hell do I need to upgrade right now? It's like, just keep me active with all the games, and I'm good to go. I don't need these new systems every three freaking years. It's so stupid. <laughs> just going into the cloud gaming and we won't have to just give us one system and the cloud will automatically upgrade everything in our system and then we get to upgrade games and new games instantly right to our system from the cloud so that's the way to do it so we always wanted we wanted that video game tv channel that we'd be able to just turn on and play whatever games we wanted we were promised it back in my childhood and we never got it Took them quite a long time to come up with the shit that they were talking about way back then. They also had Wasteland 3, Cult of the Holy, Cult of the Holy Deterioration or something like that. And the Colorado Collection. It's basically a Cheyenne Mountain secret base uh, collection of events. Uh, You got mutations. New patches, bug fixes. It's just a great time for new players to jump into Wasteland if you know nothing about it. Um, 
I believe it's right there on Game Pass, so you can jump into it right away. And you'll get the upgrades as they come in. Uh, Warring Cults, you're a part of a Ranger team. You decide who stays and who goes. You control your experience. Dungeon, There's dungeon exploration, big boss battles, combat missions. Mentally challenging. It's got goofy, fun characters, fun mutated weaponry and stuff. Not sure how I'll get the... Use if we'll be able to get take the weapons from the mutated characters or what. Looks pretty cool. I want to check it out. I don't know if I messed. I think I messed with Wasteland back in the day. I just don't. I play so many games. I just can't remember them all. But I give it a four out of five. Probably a five out of five once I play it. Yeah, it looks fun. The Thieves has a Borderland ship coming August twenty fourth to September seventh. Uh, it's making mayhem bonus that you can pick up, but you gotta do it during that period. Uh, otherwise, you don't get it. It's like I know they had a Halo ship back in the day you could get, and they had some other things you could get for special times, but you gotta actually keep playing those games and keep up to date with all the shit to know what's going on. Uh, State of Gate, State, State, another great. Zombie game, State of Decay 2, Homecoming. They have new maps, 10 new weapons, 6 new bases. Uh, it's the sequel to Heartland, which is awesome. It's what State of Decay 2 should have been. I was very disappointed with State of Decay 2. I am really interested in this because I love the Heartland. State of Decay 1 layout and... We're going to get to go back to Trumbull Valley. Plus, there's going to be extra valleys, that other areas we can get into that we couldn't before. Some new stuff going on. Uh, items are specific to certain areas that you got you can collect. It's the 12th. They have a 12th bounty pack in there. Uh, September 1st is when the update is due on Game Pass. So... Yeah, I'll, I shit if that's going to be on Game Pass September first. That right there tells me I'm going to probably get on Game Pass today, <laughs> later today. <clears throat> Excuse me. So at least I'll have a bunch of bunch of games I can talk about in the near future and keep you up to date with what I think of them. Then we get oh, I get I don't know if I said it, but I definitely gave that a five out of five. Going back to the heartland, and just so excited about that. So happy. <laughs> and then we got Stray Blade. It's kind of a hack and slash style game with unique fantasy creatures abound. Blade to blade combat, unique companion. I don't know if there's different ones, but the ones that you need, excuse me, burpathon going here, uh, unique, uh, almost like a rocket raccoon sidekick. It shows on there, but I don't know what they're all going to do and stuff, but it looked cool. I don't know if there's going to be different ones. Uh, help restore balance in your universe, combat, strategic, and fair 
fast combat, um, explore ruins, caves, and colorful environments. There's epic boss fights. It, it looks cool. I want to check it out. I give it a four out of five. Uh, Crusader Kings 3. I don't know nothing about Crusader Kings. They don't give me enough of a video or anything. But it looks like it's a role-playing game, historical-based, strategy-type battles, uh, conquer different countries, I guess. Sort of a Risk-style platform. I can't think of the name of that other game. that Civilization, I think it was. It gives me that kind of feel. But uh, I give it a 3 out of 5 because it didn't show me much of anything. Gotta give me more info. If you want a good review. Then we had Psychonauts 2. Uh, yep, what you expect with more fun and new characters. Uh, explore different people's brains and stuff or whatever. I don't, I don't remember what Psychonauts storyline was, but I think we explored brains. But little critters that go inside of different heads or whatever. But uh, explore and survive very unique and strange environments. I think it's been like 16 years since the original game was out. So really should have upgraded a bunch of stuff and came up with a great storyline in that amount of time. But I give it a 4 out of 5. Looks pretty cool and fun. So I'll play it. And we had The Gunk, which they didn't give us hardly anything of a showing of but looks like you explore planets and you remove all this black sludge like bunk with your weapon i don't know it looked graphic wise it looked fun and interesting i give it a four out of five for that but i need to see more or play it to know what's going on and forza horizon five they have a custom controller you can get for that uh it's got a splatoon painted look do it all the different splotchy colors on it and stuff, and a nice rubberized hand grips. It looks like some little lighting on it and stuff around the vibra controls. I don't know. Looks like a nice controller, but I don't know if I'd jump on it unless I was a deep Forzen fan. It up for regular controller price just to have a controller since mine's broken. I'm just holding it together by pieces that keep falling out. Uh, looks like you're going to the Badlands of Mexico. There's tons of great vehicles from Mercedes to a Bronc driving Broncos around, etc. Drop into a volcano. There's sweet shortcuts. Uh, Dust storms you get to go through and deal with. Drop in the tracks from cargo planes on parachute platforms or just by getting dropped off by them lowering down to the dirt and you just jump out the back with your car uh, or truck. There's big jumps all over the place, variety of terrain and environments. Race against the cargo plane in some events. Uh, yeah, I give it a four out of five. I was never huge on Forza. They're okay, but not one of my favorite racing style games. But but yeah, that's 
that's what we've seen from Xbox GameCon and some other stuff so far. Got lots of more gaming stuff coming up over the next week or so. Because I'm seeing some other events that I didn't know happened that I missed out on. So I will have to get caught up on all them. And we'll get back to you with more gaming stuff in the future. But I'm going to follow this up with some things you can buy comic book wise in the future also. Since we're talking about games coming out in the future, might as well talk about goodies coming out in the future. And we'll do that right after this. Okay, let's hear about some things that you're going to buy. We got Comrade Kill, graphic novel by Ad House Books. Has an interesting little cover. A Cold War super soldier accidentally wakes from a cryogenic freeze long after the war has ended to find out his existence is now meaningless. Being too dumb to reconcile this, he goes out into the wild to satisfy a pointless mission objective that no one asked him to do. <laughs> Looks like definitely my type of content comic. I'll be getting it, but I don't know if I'm going to jump on it right now. I might just have to wait and get it down the road. We'll see. Wait for it to hit the bargain rack. Then we got Creepy Cat, graphic novel, volume one, from Seven Seas Entertainment. A full-color young adult graphic novel series that originated as a webcomic about a beloved ghostly cat. Flora moves into a mysterious mansion and finds it inhabited by a strange creature, Creepy Cat. Thus begins her strange and sometimes dangerous life with a feline roommate. This gothic comedy brings the chuckles and the chills. Uh, I'll bargain it. I'd buy it out of the bargain box. Creepy Crawlers. This was a huge thing when I was a child. It was awesome. You'd sit there and put this nasty, toxic goop into these little metal pans. You'd stick them in your oven. They had a little machine at one time that you could use to heat them up and stuff, which I'm amazed. Those, I found an actual one <laughs> in my attic uh, a couple of years ago in my parents' attic when I was cleaning it out. And I kept the pieces for it. But uh, the main motor, I think I ended up tossing. It was just nasty. We had so much goop and crap all over half that stuff. And the bugs are all just piled together. You'd put this nasty, toxic goo back then. It was full of all kinds of toxic chemicals. And the metals we were using and all that shit was toxic. But uh, you'd heat it up, stick it in bubble boil, and turn into little rubber bugs and creatures that we'd make. But they got them back. You got a Creepy Crawler's Alien Bug Creator. Uh an alien bug creator case, creepy crawlers, alien bug creator mold pack assortments. So yeah, you want something fun? Check those out. Great for the kids. Bring them, bring them excitement that we had when we were kiddies, and now they can play with it with a way safer item, I'm sure. <laughs> they don't have all the weird crap we have, but yeah, 
It was pretty interesting back then. But we had fun with them. O's and shrinky dinks and all that type of thing that we'd always cook in the oven and we'd have our nose pressed against the oven and sucking in the fumes from the chemicals that were burning in the oven and then we'd cook dinner in the oven right after. <laughs> uh, we were stupid. Uh, Cross to Bear, number one. This is by Aftershock Comics. Jack the Ripper was never caught because no one was looking for him in the Wild West. No one except the Order, an organization made up of the descendants of crusaders sworn to eradicate the unnatural. Order will stop at nothing to fulfill the pledge their forefathers made, even if it means crossing the ocean or line or two. It sounds like it could be a fun story, but yeah, I'll bargain it. Buy it down the road. Then they have Cult of Dracula trade paperback. If you missed out on that comic run, like I did, might want to get it in trade paperback form. I thought it was only a three-issue run, though, so that's... <clears throat> excuse me. That's going to be a pretty small graphic novel, considering they got a thicker graphic novel price on it. But it's by SourcePoint Press. Then there's the D-Ward. Trade paperback by Keen Spot Entertainment. A blood curdling tale of demonic horror with beautifully terrifying cover art. As a child, Xander Wiley experienced a horrific event which led him to a career in psychology. Starting his new job working with an old friend, the patients and inmates of the hospital will change his life forever. Personal demons can be more real than you think. Meet the inhabitants of the D-Ward. Collects issue, issues one to four. I didn't read, the, read it when it was out then, but I'd buy it in a bargain bin. They have Dark Red Year One. Hardcover. By Aftershock Comics. Uh, if you missed out on this, this is a great series. But basically, it's about a. Well, I'll read what they got. Chip is one of the forgotten men. He lives in a rural area in the middle of the country where Jesus still has a place at the dinner table and where factories send jobs to Calcutta. Chip is also a vampire. Stuck working the last shift at a gas station, Chip is lonely and bored. And then his dull, bleak life is turned upside down when she comes comes to town. Uh, Tim Seeley's part of this. So you got it's definitely a must-have in your collection. But it was a lot of fun. And they don't give it much. This is a 256-pager issue, Plex issues 1 to 10. That's where I say it. And this is a thicker price tag, but definitely worth it if you missed out on the series. That was a very fun run. I was really bummed when it stopped. I hope, since it says Dark Red Year 1, that they're going to come out with more of them and have enough 
year two or year three and go from there. But they have so much room for such a huge story with that. So many different characters come came into it, werewolves and ghosts and I don't know, I can't even remember uh all kinds of were creatures and stuff. It was it was fun. So if you like that type of storyline, definitely, definitely check that out if you haven't. Then we got Darkhold Blade number one. It's a one shot by Marvel Comics. Uh, are you forged or no? <laughs> the King of Death. Are you fanged or are you food? The world is divided into humans and vampires. And Blade, the one who walks between them both and kills them equal with equal impunity. After reading from the cursed Darkhold, Blade and a cadre of other heroes were meant to enter Kanthan's dimension and stop the ancient god from destroying the multiverse. But reading the book has changed all their lives and histories. And for Blade, the consequences are far-reaching. Vampires rule the world, and he rules over them. But there are some heroes left, and Blade is not as omniscient as he thinks. I'm going to have to get this just because Blade's in it. I don't know if I would otherwise, but since it's a one-shot and Blade's in it, yeah, I'll, I'll get it. Check it out. They also have a Darkhold Iron Man one-shot that you can check out by Marvel Comics. And in this one, Ryan North turns his talents to a brand new genre. Called forth to face the dread god Khan, Iron Man reads from the ancient ill-fated text, The Darkhold, and it changes the course of his entire life. The armor has saved him countless times, is about to become a prison, one whose only escape is a fate worse than death. I don't know, I kind of like the Darkhold aspect with the whole book thing. And I wanted to know more about it anyways. So I'll probably jump on both of those. They are one shots. But I know they're going to curse me and come out with more every month. But that's it for now. And we'll get back to more goodies here in the future. More goodies for you coming up. Yeah, DC Horror Presents Soul Plumber. Number one. DC Comics. I figure with it being a DC Horrors, it should be DC Black Label, but what do we got here? After attending a seminar hosted in a hotel conference room by a mysterious group called the Soul Plumbers, Edgar Wiggins, disgraced former seminary school student, discovers what he thinks is the secret to to delivering souls from the thrall of Satan. But after stealing the blueprints and building the machine himself out of whatever he can afford from his salary as a gas station attendant, Edgar misses the demon and instead pulls out an interdimensional alien with dire consequences for all of mankind. 
Sounds like it could be interesting, but I'm not really sure if, if it really gets me into wanting to buy it right now. So I myself will probably wait and bargain it down the road. But this uh, I'm curious about. It's DC versus Vampires number one by DC Comics. I think this is supposed to be like a uh, I'm not even gonna say I'm gonna say anywhere from a six to twelve issue, but I know it was a run indicated somewhere else where I've seen it. But the Justice League has long protected Earth from all manner of foreign and alien invaders over the years, always keeping a vigilant eye to the skies for the next threat. But what if that threat was already walking the Earth, hiding in plain sight? Watching, waiting for their moment to strike? In the tradition of deceased comes a terrifying new series from the twisted minds of James Tinian and Matthew Rosenberg and Otto Schmidt that will tear the Justice League apart in their war with the undead. Well, I wish they'd give more of it thing, but since it is vampires, I'll probably at least pick up the first three to see whether or not it's worth holding on to. They do have a cool glow-in-the-dark cardstock variant cover. It's got a $10 price tag on it. But it's got a cool picture of a vampire uh, Wonder Woman and a vampire Harley Quinn on it. I, if I do go with them, it's going to be hard for me not to buy that cover and pay the extra seven bucks or whatever, but we'll see. Dead by Daylight fans, they have the Wraith PVC statue. It's pretty cool looking. And it's by Kotobakaya Toys or whatever they're called. It's got $160, eh, $190 price tag roughly on it, but it's it's cool looking. <laughs> I don't know if it's worth that. Uh, considering some of these PVCs I get for 40 bucks, there, this is nice looking. I don't know what the big difference is. Material, I guess, but I'd rather have these. These don't look like they're going to break as easy. All right, we got Dead Hand Bookstores from Gravesend Cemetery by Source Point Press. The Dead Hand Book is a collection of tales by those interred within the overcast Gravesend Cemetery. Easy histories told in the style of pitted gravestones with the help of the ones buried below. Invite you back to the days gone by where we faced mortality with both eyes wide open. It wasn't so long ago we all knew the common epitaph carved into hard graveyard slate. Remember me as you pass by. As you are, so was I. As I am, so you will be. Prepare for death and follow me. 
I, it's, I'm curious about it, but you don't give me enough info for something that's got a $25 price tag. I got to know more before I just pre-order that. And Deadpool fans, we got Deadpool Epic Collection Volume 1, the Circle Chase trade paperback. This collects New Mutants 1983, number 98, X-Force 90, 1991, number 2, and number 11, and number 15, Nomad, number 4, Deadpool, the Circle Chase 1 through 4, Secret Defenders 15 to 17, Deadpool 1 to 4 from 1994, and Material from Avengers 1963, number 366. And Silver Sable and the Wild Pack number 23. Uh, I just love Deadpool, so I think you should own everything Deadpool. But that one is one I'll bargain down the road. I'm not jumping on it right away. I got some of those comics, anyways. So. Death of Doctor Strange Avengers. Doctor Strange Avengers, number one. It's a one-shot by Marvel Comics. Earth's weakest heroes. With Doctor Strange gone, the Avengers are the only ones who can stop a rampaging juggernaut-like monster from wrecking all of Manhattan. But what does this mystical creature want? And how does the magic skeptical Iron Man hold the answer? You're going to have to read it to find out. I think we're going to see a lot of Doctor Strange related stuff coming out here pretty soon. We got Deconstructing Judo or Jodo Verse trade paperback box set. This is by Humanoids Publishing. Lift the Veil on the Incredible Sci Fi Universe, full of love. Revenge, Intrigue, Betrayal, and Redemption. The Jodoverse, created by, uh, dives into the Jodoverse two cornerstone series, the Incul and the Metabarons, with this limited deluxe collector's slipcase box set. And you have a variety of things in here. If you know anybody, anything about that, it's going to be for you, but I don't know anything. I won't be jumping on that at this moment. I'll see it in the future and see what's up. Have Digger number one by Danger Zone. Jack Digger is a grave digger, a formerly legendary secret society of monster hunters who make sure the dead they bury stay six feet under. But after the most recent encounter with the supernatural, Digger's mentor hangs up the shovel and moves to Las Vegas to gamble away his golden years. Now a digger must train a new grave digger, Emily Spade, a college burnout and mild alcoholic who is the only applicant willing to do the dirty job. Her life is falling apart and Digger is already broken. But together, they might be their small town's best hope of staying monster-free. That could be fun, I'm sure, but I won't be jumping on it right away. 
see it down the line. That's it for now, and we'll get back with more fun goodies in the near future. All right, pull out that pocketbook, and let's get some stuff. We got Dirtbag Rapture number one. This is by Oni Press. She's stoned. She's selfish. She's all that stands between us and the end of the world. Where do you go when you die? Cat, a stoner with a flexible moral code, can answer that. And the answer is not very far. Unfortunately for Cat's peace of mind, a near-death experience has left her with the ability to see and hear ghosts, as well as take them into her mindscape so she can bring them to locations of their choosing, essentially plain transporter to the deceased. But when Cat discovers she's the key to a demonic plan to screw up the whole world, she is forced to take an active role in the battle between good and evil, and she's not thrilled about it. Sounds like it could be fun. I'll bargain it. For the fans of DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince of Bel Air, they have a summertime card game by WizKids that you can check out. If you want to go back to your childhood, see what your parents' childhood nightmares are like. (laughs) Dreaming with Mary Sutherland. By American Mythology. Now, it doesn't say number one. It doesn't say it's a one-shot. I'm not sure what exactly it is. What do dreams mean? How about when you have an exact same dream as the person with whom you're just friends in high school? And what happens when you actually get what you want and don't know how to handle it? Dreaming with Mary Sutherland digs right into those questions, and you might be surprised by the answers. This short one-shot graphic novel, well, there we got our answer, is from writer J.C. Vaughn and artist Tracy Spencer. Uh, Looks like it's a (laughs) one-shot. It says graphic novel, but got comic book price who knows then we got dungeons and dragons mindbreaker number one by idw publishing the prelude to the much anticipated video game baldur's gate 3 begins here changed by by their experiences in avenue avernus Crydell, shandai delini Nerez. Mists and Boo return home to Boulder's Gate to find that something much more insidious has taken root. What could be behind the odd behavior of the head librarian of the knowledge hold? I know I played the original Baldur's Gate. I can't remember much of it. I think I liked it. Dynamic Forces has a trick-or-treat trifecta 2021. It's two limited edition comics and one remarked 
comic with an original one-of-a-kind hand-drawn head sketch for the low event price of $31.21 in honor of Halloween 2021. So I'm guessing that 31 is for December 31st and 21 is for 2021. Oh, that's a lot of money for uh, two special comics and one remarked comic. And a drawing, I don't know. I suppose it's not too bad. That's pretty decent, I guess. We got Edgar Allan Poe, Snifter of Death, number one of six, by Ahoy Comics. Irreverent, Poe-inspired tales of mystery and inebriation return in a new series. Mark Russell and Peter Snijberg expose chocolate vampires, fruit-flavored Frankensteins, and other crunchy creeps in an all-new monster serials thriller. If we survive that, chronicle of adventure of Edgar Allan Poe when he was a boy, plus illustrated pro- prose features, prose features. I don't know. Uh, it looks really weird by the cover that they show, but I might check it out. But we'll see. More than likely, I'll just bargain it down the road. And then sticking with the Halloween stories, we got Eek, E-E-E-K, Halloween Special Edition One-Shot by Asylum Press. The Halloween Special, three brand new tales of Halloween and horror madness from the twisted minds of Jason Paulos. This retro-style anthology of horror tales is guaranteed to satisfy your need for creep and gore. In Death Wears Hot Pants, a cocktail waitress is in for an appalling surprise when she finds out her new boss has an inkling for all things satanic. The green fairy tale tells the tale of a failed artist who indulges too deep in the elixir known as absinthe. When a sexy succubus appears before him, his life takes a dramatic turn. But is it for the worse? Eek features short tales of terror that will send chills down your spine. And the stories really don't grab me. So I'll probably just bargain that one. There's stories that you've heard so many times, it sounds like. Yeah, Electric Black Canary Caravan number one by Scout Comics. Black Caravan imprint. Halloween is upon us, and it's the perfect time of year to revisit the employees at our eerie emporium. The Yellow Stranger guides June and Jack through the origin tale of the electric black itself. Questions will be answered, mysteries will be uncovered, and grisly murders will occur in this very special issue that bridges the events of the electric black and the electric black presents. Yeah, it looks too westerny for me. Skipping it. Then, 
sticking with the electric character. Yeah, electric Frankenstein. Electric Frankenstein trade paperback by Clover Press. Hard punk rock band Electric Frankenstein. Yo Brooks and Clover Press mashed together to bring EF lyrics alive as comics. Electric Frankenstein asked over a hundred artists to create short comics based on the lyrics of their songs. What was born was something beautiful and poetic, but other times just downright disturbing and raw. Judgment will not be passed on what you gravitate towards. All lay between the covers of this book, releasing over a hundred records all over the world since 1992. Electric Frankenstein is where ACDC meets the Dead Boys. The EF's high-energy punk rock and roll combines the raw and energetic sounds of punk rock and garage punk <laughs> with elements of hard rock played by bands, uh, a bunch of different bands. Electric Frankenstein has proved to be highly influential, helping to spark a rock Revival among the youth of the time throughout the world from the U.S. to Europe to Scandinavia to Japan, known as the New Rock Revolution. Uh, this, this sounds fun and I want to get it. I just want to know how big it is. It's got a big price tag and no cover picture. That's a bummer, but that's one I definitely see myself buying. In the future, but we will leave it at that and we will get back to you with more soon. All right, what are you going to buy? I'll tell you what you're going to buy. We got Epic Tavern Tales from Fantastical Crimes Unit Number One by Scout Comic. Sticking with the Halloween stuff, yeah. Episode One Angel is a Centaur Fool. Full, foul. Hard-boiled detective Victor Marshall finds himself partnered with idealistic young necromancer Amelia Mortalis and her crew of undead animal pals to investigate the disappearance of a young centaur in this official adaptation of the video game Epic Tavern. The series follows the adventures of an overworked agency in the fantasy realm of Biar, tasked with investigating crimes committed with supernatural and mythological creatures. Hidden within are clues for unlocking bonus content in Epic Tavern, including a new final boss battle and the most powerful artifact in the game. I like how they're playing around with the game in this. It could be something I might might check out. It's not a one shot, which I wish it would be, or grab or trade paperback. We'll see. I guess that'll go into thinking about it. <laughs> uh, section of the book. And then for people that want to get in the comic book, uh. Making, making your own comics. Uh, they have Essential Guide to Comic Book Lettering by Image Comics. You can check out. Those are always helpful to get you started. 
but next item is a one shot called et er et dash er one shot number one by artist writers and artisans intergalactic virus liquefy one of your heads it's a little worse than COVID there. Feeling a bit off ever since you drove through that black hole. Then visit the ETER, the galaxy's leading medical facility. This interplanetary crew of doctors, nurses, paramedics, and technicians is uniquely qualified to cure what ails you. There's no planet too far. No asteroid too small, no patient too, well, alien, and they accept most forms of insurance. This supersized debut special includes two stories of medical madness that are out of this world. That sounds fun, interesting, and different. I think I'm going to definitely check that one out right away. Buying it. Then we got... Eternals Celestia, number one. It's also a one-shot. It's got a Deadpool 30th anniversary cover, but they won't show me the damn image for it. But that would probably be the one I'm going to grab. If I do buy it, let's see if it's worth buying. There is no good for the Eternals. Now that the truth of their existence is revealed, Ajax and Makari must pick up the pieces and try to find a road forward. No matter how terrifying it it will be or how their choices will irrevocably shock the rest of the Eternals. And I don't know. How do the the Avengers of 1 million BCE figure into it? I don't know. I just, I'd be buying it just for the cover if I buy it. (laughs) I can't see the damn cover just because it says Deadpool 30th anniversary. I want it. So I should probably just bargain it down the road. I'm throwing through a dollar bargain bin or something. I come across it, see the cover and get excited. They also got Eternals Forever one shot. The Deviants have captured Icarus, Icarus. Now under their control, Icarus has been brainwashed into assassinating Ajax. It's up to Gigglemesh and Sprite to stop him and prevent all-out war between the Eternals and the Deviants. I don't know. Written by Rolf Macchio. What? Is that the Ralph Macho I'm thinking of? <laughs> uh, or is it some Ralph Macchio? <laughs> yeah. Check it out if you're into the Eternals. I don't know enough about them to know if, to decide whether or not I care. Uh, Extinction Parade. Volume 1 trade paper deck they have out. This is one I've been kind of 
curious about. It's a whole zombie. I don't know. I think they have vampires in here. Zombies. It's basically be ready for the summer's biggest graphic novel event as millions of zombie fans come looking for with the collected first chapter of this one of the founders of the zombie resonance renaissance max brooks has sold now yeah, it's talked too much but basically this collected edition contains the entire first chapter of the epic tale including extinction parade issues one to five and blood a blood soaked cover gallery uh, mm, uh it's decently priced so it would at least get me an introduction into that and I could decide whether or not I want to go any further, so I might. Fangora's magazines, Fangoria, is still going with their new run. They're up to issue 13. Far Cry Rite of Passage, if you missed out on that run, they have that and uh, trade paperback form by Dark Horse Comics. Then we have Fortnite versus Minecraft and other stinky spoof stories trade paperback. This one collects the comic book issues, issues Fortnite number one, Fortnite chapter poo number one, and Fortnite versus Minecraft number one. Plus bonus material never before seen by human eyes. I considered reading some of those in the past, so kind of debating on that one. I'm either buying it or I'm gonna bargain it, but more than likely thinking about it. <laughs> oh, we got Fate Grand Order Foreigner. Yokaihi Noodle Stop. I don't know what this is. Uh, from Funrayu, your new favorite noodle stopper. Use this figure to hold down your new. Oh, this is a figure that you use for holding your holding down your noodle lid <laughs> to make the perfect cup of tea cup of noodles every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's by the Farayu Corporation. I don't know nothing about any of that. Now I want my own little noodle noodle cup that I can <laughs> make my little ramen noodles in. Then if you've heard anything about the ferals, which is like werewolf type stories, uh, you can find them in the bargain books in the catalogs, usually in big runs and stuff. But they have groupings with the gore covers like they did in the last last month's catalog with the Night of the Living Dead gore covers and stuff like that. But you can get the four, Ferrell's 1 to 6 gore covers. Big set, 6 count. They have the four, Ferrell's number 13 to 18. Gore covers set, the Feral 7 to 12 gore covers set, 
So check those out. If you're into the werewolf stories, the artwork looks decent, and I'd love to read them. I might pick up the first six and see, uh, and we'll let you know. Check those out. We'll get back to you with more goodies in a bit.